Welcome to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. If you've ever been curious on topics like living off the grid, completely off the grid, solar systems, renewable energy, or just need inspiration to think outside the box, you've come to the right place. This is Modern Off-Grid DIY. Hey everyone, welcome back to Modern Off-Grid DIY. Today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about lithium-ion batteries, right? So my podcast and my YouTube channel is mostly regarding living off the grid, um, battery storage, renewable energy, solar panels, wind turbines, hydro, and so forth, right? Um, And in the realms of batteries and battery storage for off-grid use, um, we do have a handful of options to consider. Um, and when you're thinking about buying a battery bank or building a battery bank, uh, you have to think about the type of chemistry that you're going to go with. Are you going to go with lead-acid batteries? Are you going to go with lithium-ion batteries? Right? There's other chemistries as well. And your battery bank is really either the first or second most largest investment that you're going to spend when you actually build an off-grid system. That's just how it is. Batteries are expensive, right? Solar panels and stuff like that are actually a lot cheaper than the battery cost itself. So your batteries is, you know, really number one in in a sense. So lithium-ion batteries, are they safe? So the quick answer is yes, and the long answer is no, (laughs) okay? So... Lithium-ion batteries are, how do I explain this? Because I I currently use lithium-ion batteries, and I've never had a problem with them at all, at all. They they perform absolutely great. They they outperform my expectations. That's how well lithium-ion batteries work. Uh, That's what powers my off-grid home. That's what's powering my device that's recording right now. Everything that I use is coming from those batteries that is powered by the sun, you know, charged from the sun and the wind. But lithium-ion batteries, you do have to be careful with. And that's why I wanted to make this little episode here. I want to talk a little bit about that. So lithium-ion batteries technically can be very unsafe if you don't know what you're doing, okay? And I, I really want people to be safe. I don't want people to blow up their systems. I don't want anybody's systems to melt down or catch fire or any of that stuff really, right? So safety is key when using lithium-ion batteries. Other batteries are is not such a big deal, like lead-acid batteries and stuff like that, not such a big deal. But lithium-ion, you do want to be cautious of what you're doing and how you're doing it. So with lithium-ion batteries, they do not like at all to be overcharged do not ever and i mean ever overcharge your lithium-ion batteries okay if you overcharge your lithium-ion batteries even by accident you will have a big problem on your hands okay lithium-ion batteries if they're overcharged they have the a really high potential of actually catching on fire, okay? And this is a reality that you have to, to come to census with if you're going to utilize lithium-ion batteries. They can be very dangerous if you're not careful with them, okay? 
So it's just like your car. When you're driving down the road, if you're not careful the way you drive, you can obviously hurt yourself and others. Think about it like that, right? I want people to be safe with lithium-ion batteries because it's so easy not to be safe. It's a lot harder to be safe, right? So let's cover a couple of things. First of all, they do not ever overcharge them. Not once, not ever. Don't ever do that, okay? Never float your lithium-ion batteries at the top end. Yes, you can float lithium-ion batteries as long as the, the battery voltage is set lower it, you know, compared to the top end of a fully charged lithium battery. So I'll give you an example. So my lithium-ion battery is fully charged is 63 volts. But I currently only charge my lithium-ion batteries up to 60 volts. So I can actually float my batteries at 60 volts. Perfectly safe, perfectly fine. Not a problem at all. But if I was charging them up to the top end of 63 volts, then obviously I would have to make sure that I really pay attention and make sure that my charge controller basically shuts off and does not float and does not overcharge, right? Because if it happens, you could really risk the problem of your batteries um, catching on fire. Now, another thing that you should also really consider is... BMSs, battery management systems for lithium-ion batteries. And what a BMS technically does, it does not charge your batteries or anything like that. It actually discharges your batteries, okay? So the way it works is let's assume that you have multiple cells of lithium-ion batteries and you have a BMS connected to them. As you charge them up, depending if you have a mix-match um, lithium-ion battery bank, that's where a BMS is really crucial. You really want to make sure you have it. But if you have matching lithium-ion batteries across the board and they were, you know, manufactured at the same time and put into use at the same time, charged at the same time, discharged at the same time, then those batteries will actually pretty, pretty much sit pretty even with each other. But you still want to utilize a BMS system as much as possible. Because what happens is, as you charge the batteries up, if you have some cells that are charging faster than the other cells, then obviously the voltage of those other cells will be higher and some will be lower. And you don't want that. You want a consistent voltage between all your battery, your battery packs or your cells. You want to keep them all around the same range, exactly the same. And that's where the BMS comes in. The BMS connects to the batteries, and what happens is it's reading the individual voltage of the batteries, right? The, the, the batteries that you have in series or in um, parallel, what, depending on how you have your BMS connected. Now, what happens is if the BMS realizes that one cell is the voltage is higher than the rest of the batteries, what it'll do is it'll actually start to discharge that higher voltage battery. To try to bring it back down to the current voltage of the rest of the batteries. Okay? Because you do not want one cell or a pack running away from you with a higher voltage. Because what happens is as the rest of the batteries start catching up, that higher cell, the, that higher battery pack has a potential, you know, potentially catching on fire. Because it's a lot higher than the rest of the other batteries. So the BMS is there to help ensure that it burns off that extra energy that 
in in a form of heat okay so i'll give you an example um i have a batrium battery management system very expensive system uh they come you can they have different models and different ways you can you can order their stuff and buy their stuff and i'm not advertising for them at all because they're super expensive but they have a long mons and the long mons are built to actually do a couple things uh it's all it's made to fuel the temperature of the cell so wherever you're sticking the long mon it, it it'll pick up the temperature but not only that it actually has a it's built in a way to help discharge the the power or energy in those batteries so for every series or cells that you have roughly you'll have a long mon connected to it and it'll actually help discharge that energy and heat through that long mon okay now there's other types of battery management systems that are a lot cheaper and they they do work absolutely absolutely so if you're looking for a bms system i really highly suggest you do some research and figure out what what you want and how many of um how many you need because it'll determine you know how big your battery bank is and how much um you know bms you're going to be connecting to whatever you're trying to achieve so there's a lot of um technical stuff in there so I, I highly suggest you do a little bit of research to find out what's going to work best for your situation. But battery safety is key when it comes to lithium-ion batteries for sure. So you don't want to ever char overcharge them. You never want to float them on the high end. And as much as possible, if you're really thinking about the lithium-ion battery option, then you really need to think about what type of BMS system you're going to run on those batteries. Okay, just It's just a safety precaution. It's to make sure that there a one battery pack or so is not running away from you voltage wise right because if it starts running away from you then that battery really has a potential of catching fire okay now the other thing that lithium-ion batteries don't like is a 100 percent depth of discharge so never discharge your batteries it's like any other battery they don't like to be discharged all the way down they just don't like it most batteries are like that 99 percent of batteries are like that they don't like that so don't do it Okay, so try to keep your batteries within a certain range. So I'll give you an example. My batteries on the top end, fully charged, is 63 volts. But I only charge to 60. And my batteries only discharge to 56. So from between 56 and 60 volts is, is my threshold, is where I like to keep my batteries. They actually stay more in the 58 to 60 volt range that's normally where they stay okay but i've told myself that if it goes down to 57 volts not too bad but technically i could bring the batteries down a lot lower but i don't want to do that right because we're trying to really stretch the battery life as much as possible we're really trying to condition them not well i don't want to use condition um we really just want to stretch the lifespan of these batteries and by keeping them within a decent range not on the highest end and not on the lowest end, but mid-range. We can really get a lot more life out of these batteries over a period of years, right? You get way more cycles out of your battery. A lot of batteries, most batteries right now, um, have a cycle rate, right? So only so many cycles before the battery starts to really start degrading or, you know, really stop performing at, at its 100%, um, you know, potential. And so it's something to think about. So like any battery, when you first get them brand new, that's the highest potential, right? They're brand new. They've never been really used. So they have a lot of potential.
But as time goes on, the batteries degrade and that potential starts to taper off slowly, slowly, slowly. So we want to condition our batteries as much as possible. But lithium-ion batteries, just like lead-acid batteries, there's a threshold you want to keep them in. And don't go above and don't go below. And you'd be surprised at how long you can keep your batteries running. Okay, But lithium-ion batteries can be very unsafe if not if you don't pay attention to them. Right? My batteries don't require any maintenance. Okay, so I don't, I don't want to make you think that you have to like baby them and you know all that. There's no, no. What I'm saying is when you hook them up and you initially get your system started, make sure you take your precautions, make sure you set your, your solar charge controller up properly, put your BMS on there, and just from time to time, you're just doing a visual inspection to make sure everything is working fine. Other than that, you have zero maintenance. You don't do anything, you just kind of just check on the system from time to time. Just to see what's up, right? Uh, and that's kind of where I'm at. I don't do any, there's no maintenance on my system at all. Um, but it's nice just to go out there visually from time to time and just look at things, right? See, make sure everything is doing what it's supposed to be doing. So be cautious when using lithium-ion batteries for sure. I'd hate to see someone uh, get hurt. Uh, another thing is, is that what, what you should understand is with lithium-ion batteries is, um, lithium-ion batteries, if they catch fire, they're actually pretty hard to put out. In a lot of in a lot of instances, you actually just have to let the battery burn out by itself, like catch fire and burn out, let it burn itself out. Um, but there is some ways to mitigate the amount of damage if the battery was to catch fire. So they have what's called NEMA, okay? NEMA enclosures. NEMA enclosures are steel enclosures. They're they're in the electrical industry widely used because they're for a safety precaution, right? And you could technically install your lithium-ion batteries in a NEMA enclosure, enclosure, and you would be sitting pretty good because even if the battery was to catch fire and burn, that enclosure keeps everything enclosed. So yes, the inside of that box and the box would get red hot and all that, yes, but you'd be containing that potential problem, right? compared to you not having the NEMA box and it just starting to catch everything on fire. So you want to mitigate as much as possible just in case for the worst case scenario. So for me, even though I take as much precaution as possible, I am going to install my, my lithium-ion batteries in a NEMA rated enclosure just for safety precautions. You just never know, right? It's for that one time if anything ever happens, at least I'm trying to protect my investment and everything else that I have from, you know, um, getting destroyed if that ever happens. So uh, you got to think about it like that. When a lithium-ion battery burns, it creates its own oxygen. Okay. So, you know, to create fire, right, we need oxygen. And so ironically enough, if a lithium-ion battery catches fire, it actually starts to create its own oxygen, which keeps the battery burning until it's finally burnt out. So um, just just be cautious, everyone. Just really, really be safe, okay? Now, there is other chemistries out there. There is lithium phosphate batteries. In a different podcast, in a different, different ep episode, we're going to go over lithium phosphate batteries. But for this episode, I want to talk about lithium-ion batteries and how to try to be safe with them as much as possible, okay? They're definitely not a battery you want to um, mess around with, Okay. They can deliver a ton of power when you need them, and they can take in a ton of power. 
their energy de density is massive. They have a lot of density to hold a lot of power. So just remember that they're very good batteries, but just be cautious. Thanks everyone for tuning in. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Go listen, download, and subscribe to the Modern Off-Grid DIY Podcast. Available today on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and YouTube. Modern Off-Grid DIY. Inspiring others to think outside the box. Support the podcast today. It's also available on anchor.fm slash freeyourmind. And there's already a ton of episodes for you to binge listen to and learn how to live off the grid in these modern times and do it yourself. Once again, it's titled Modern Off-Grid DIY. It's also available on Podbean, Stitcher, Breaker.audio, and Overcast.fm. Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on new releases, Modern Off-Grid DIY. Go listen, download, and subscribe today.